to see them really pouring into the rest of the students and to their peers and, and, and friends um, and really truly making quite the impact. Um, we've had a lot of students, uh, new students, uh, come into youth group and it's, and it's awesome to see them greeted so well and loved on and then coming to Christ and, and helping in these three students especially, helping them in that walk in their schools or outside of school. And it's been really cool to see. So we're going to get to know them a little bit and hear a little bit of their testimony this morning. So Holly, I spoiled your name, uh, but who are you? I'm Holly Bless. Um, I just graduated <laughs> from Maple Grove and I'm going on to Grove City in the fall. Um, I've attended this church my entire life and I've been a Christian since I was like four years old. Yep, 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 yep. So tell us a little bit. You were four years old, and how did that, how did that process happen? Um, so I recall my next-door neighbor, Miss Jamie, passed away, and um, my mom and I were talking about her, and she was like, oh, she like, went on to heaven. And I was like, well, I want to be a part of that. So I remember um, praying the prayer um, on my living room floor. Um, so that was when I became a Christian, but I don't really say that I like fully became a Christian and like fully committed my life until in about sixth grade when I joined the youth program. That's when I really started to take Jesus as my own. So what kind of, what changed your life there for you to, um, as you said, kind of have your own relationship with Christ? Um, it was definitely the youth program. <clears throat> I remember um, just being surrounded by all these older people who loved Christ so much and they like really encouraged like all of us, especially like me, because I was like the youngest one there, to really pursue Christ in a relationship like by myself, just like one-on-one. -on -one. And so that was a really profound time for me. Hmm, nice. That's awesome. And so you talked a little bit um, as we were kind of going over these questions and stuff. You talked about how your prayer life progressed a little bit. Um, how has your prayer life kind of progressed or grown throughout the years as you've um, been in the youth program? So at the beginning, I think it was more like um, praying like God was like a distant God. And like, I felt like I had to say the right words all the time and had to pray for like the right things. Um, but as I got to know God more, I realized that he doesn't want that at all. He's not a distant God. He wants to be my best friend. He wants to be my father. So I just have learned more and more to just like have conversational prayers and talk to him more like he is my best friend. Yep. You, I know that you mentioned, uh, <laughs> you said you were, <laughs> your neighbors probably think you're the crazy person that walks down the, the street, right, talking to God. Tell us a little bit about like that, that moment with God or just kind of like your moments with God as you're praying and, and, and walking and stuff. Yes, absolutely. As Andrew said, I am the crazy lady that walks down the street and prays to God out loud. <laughs> um, it's really interesting to see how God speaks to you when you listen and just getting to like talk to him like that has just been amazing. Um, one of my favorite stories that I share often about um, prayers is um, when I was in like seventh grade, my mom got a blood clot. And one evening at youth group, Steve Atwater, the old, old youth leader, um, he showed a video about thanking God ahead of time for prayers. And so it was like my first exposure to like praying boldly and so I was like, okay, yeah, I'll try this out. So I prayed, um, and I thanked God ahead of time for healing my mom. And then um, 
the next day she went for uh, like a scan on it and she was like, yeah, I'm on the road to recovery. So that was really awesome to see God working instantaneously through praying bold. Um, I love uh, listening to Joel Osteen and if you've uh, ever listened to him before, he always talks about praying big prayers because God is a big God. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So how throughout the year, um, we've been talking about youth group and stuff, how has the youth program specifically um, impacted your, your walk with God? Um, I would definitely say um, community. Our youth group is just filled with people who love God and who like strive to like help you to love God as much as they do. So just getting to know all these people um, and just make great friends with them and then to have them also like encouraging me in my uh, faith journey has just been awesome. Just a great support group. But then also just being encouraged to pursue Christ by myself, like I said earlier, has really helped me to grow my faith. Hmm, nice. I know that you mentioned uh, that community kind of helping you through some tough times and obviously through good times as well. Um, how have them, or how has kind of that uh, helped you through a tough time or how has someone kind of maybe volunteer or student helped you through a tough time? Um, so I don't know if many of you know Sam Harris. She moved away to Alabama, unfortunately, but <laughs> she was our um, small group leader for several years and she was amazing. Like, we could talk to her about literally anything, and, like, she would not judge us for anything. Um, but she would just respond to our questions and our stories that we would tell her with such, like, a Christ-focused center. Um, and I loved that, that she, like, constantly encouraged us to, like, take the Christ approach um, on anything. And she was just such an awesome person in my life uh, to help me grow in my faith. Hmm. Nice. That's awesome. So what has been your favorite youth group event over the past few years? I would definitely say fall campout. Fall campouts always are so powerful. Christ shows up every single time at fall campout. There's not been a fall campout that I've been to that God hasn't showed up in a big way. Um, and I think that definitely we've seen that in the past couple years. Uh, Nate Bailey has come the past two fall campouts to speak. And um, he's got this thing that we do where you will um, pray for something um, that you want an answer to, and then you'll read some scripture, see what God um, speaks to you from that, and then, um, I don't 100% remember it, but <laughs> then uh, you go into silent prayer time and um, wait to hear God talk to you, and it's so cool because mm -hmm. every single time God has shown up, and so it's just amazing to see all of my friends and um, everyone else in the youth group uh, share their testimonies too from that. Nice, awesome. So at this moment, you're graduated. Um, what does your relationship with the Lord kind of look like right now for you? So this is kind of been an interesting time for me and Jesus. Um, if you were at a sermon a month ago, you would have heard about um, a youth student who posed the question of what their purpose is. Um, and that was me. So <laughs> I've kind of been struggling with that, um, with Christ. Like, hmm. what is my purpose as far as my, like, being a Christian in life? Um, so I've had many conversations with God, and I know that he didn't not answer. I think I just wasn't listening well enough <laughs> because Andrew came up and preached, and he answered that question um, in his sermon, 
And then the following week, um, Pastor Joe came up and he answered that question again. So God had to go through two pastors on stage uh, <laughs> to get to me. Um, it was oddly enough that Andrew Simon was about listening for God. And he's like, well, you know, sometimes God will talk to you in like small ways. No, God was like, Holly, you need to listen to me. Um, so sure enough, I'm sure Tom would have come up and preached about the same thing if I didn't listen to Pastor Joe. But um, it was finally when Pastor Joe answered the question that it hit me that our purpose is Christians is to love others and to serve Christ. And I just really stepped back and I evaluated my life and I was like, mm, maybe the way that my life is going right now isn't in the direction of a Christ serving and loving others. So I've really just been talking to God a lot, th a lot about that and like really figuring it out, like how I can better love others and serve him more to fulfill my purpose as a Christian. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. And then how is the congregation, um, can we be praying for you in this next, next step of your life? Absolutely. Um, so going off to college, obviously there's a lot of change. Um, and I would just like prayer that I don't get so caught up in everything and that mm. I can just take a minute to step back and breathe and just really um, keep my eyes focused on God. Mm, awesome. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was awesome. <laughs> Allison Haglund. Allison, tell us about who you are. Well, I'm Allison Haglund, and I'm a senior, and I graduated from Maple Grove Friday. Um, I'm going to Grove City in the fall semester of 2022 with Holly, um, and I've been going to this church not my whole life, but a majority of it, and so a little bit about that, actually. So the first time I came to this church, I went to VBS, and I was really young, so I didn't know what VBS was. I went through babysitter, and so I thought VBS was church all the time, and I was like, this is really fun, and I love this. And so from my old house, I memorized the way to this church, and I made my parents drive me here. And then miraculously, we decided to move, and we're like two minutes away. I live like right up the hill, you know. And so now I just come here all the time, obviously. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit about, about me. Awesome. When did you start um, kind of to, to take your faith seriously, or kind of when did you start to have that, that aha moment with God? Um, I would say I've started to have that like aha moment, like these past probably like three to four years, really in high school. Um, I've been a strong Christian my whole life, but it's really grown over the past three years as like things have been thrown at me and like I've gone through a lot of struggles and just grown endurance and learned that God loves you no matter what and everything. Hmm. How did your life change kind of when you started to make that decision to be more of a follower instead of a believer? Um, I started living as a Christian in almost every aspect of life. I'm still working on it, but I would be the same with my friends that didn't go to church and the same with my friends that did go to church and like living for Christ in school and outside of school and that's really hard in today's day and age because mm. you know people think church is kind of just like a cringy thing that like it's kind of embarrassing to be like a Jesus follower and but like I'm not ashamed of it I, mm. yeah yeah amen absolutely um so how kind of progressing through and, and um knowing Christ how did your prayer life kind of progress with that 
Um, so as Holly said, like, I would pray the way I thought I was supposed to pray, like prayers before meals and like a pray before, like a prayer before bed and what God wanted to hear. And I thought that if I didn't pray about it, that God wouldn't know. Um, but that's not true. So um, <laughs> I really started to grow over these past few years and um, my prayers have been more like conversations, like back and forth, even though he's not actually talking to me in a big way. I still know that he's listening and hear from me all the time. And so it's just more intimate and more personal. Yeah, absolutely. And I know uh, previously we talked about kind of um, you would like make maybe a not great decision, but then not pray about it because like then God doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but then finding um, a little bit of freedom and, and actually giving those things to God and giving those tough things to God. So how, how did you find that freedom in that? Um, I don't know. I really looked up to um, Tom, my old youth pastor, um, Vicki Bout, and like all the older youth leaders and everything like that, and a lot of the older students too, because they were just so like strong in their faith, and they were like not ashamed of it at all. And so I've always been like, when I was younger, I was always like one foot in, one foot out, kind of. And especially with Holly and Ruth, like. I wouldn't be where I am today without them as friends. They definitely have helped me grow in my faith and my parents too. And so just like growing up and understanding that like just believing in God, like it just brings me freedom. I'm not going to lie. Like mm -hmm. just to love him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know in our uh, magazine-ish sort of thingy thing, whatever it is, um, that you have an article coming out um, in the next one. Can you give us a little preview of the, uh, uh, I heard you have an awesome testimony in that article. So yeah, um, in the article, it was for the scholarship at church, and I basically wrote about how growing up in the church, you're expected to act a certain way, and to just, you're looked at different, especially like from outsiders that like don't go to church like in school people definitely know that like in in my head I think they call me like a goody two-shoes and like you know somebody that wouldn't be adventurous or whatever but like I have always felt like I had to be perfect and live up to like everybody's expectations especially being the first child and setting the role model example for my younger siblings and then like over the past few years I think maybe three years ago like a lot of struggles came in and we adopted my brother Michael and then like life was just really stressful and I was growing up and all my siblings were growing up and so I've learned to just like endure through life and learned that like perfection is not what God is looking for. It's just we should strive to be perfect but that's not going to happen <laughs> and he just wants us to love him and learn more about him and what he wants for us in life and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how has the youth program impacted you? Um, like Holly said, community. Um, and I have really enjoyed um, like Tom's messages. And this year, you had some really good messages too, Andrew, that always spoke to me. <laughs> and last year. It's all scripted. <laughs> Andrew's great. Hard to show. believe, but <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I've learned a lot. Um, and, <laughs> um, 
like, I don't know, it's just like, they've always talked to me and like, the messages, like whatever, whatever I'm going through, I feel like they call you out. Like even, obviously it's not planned. It's not like we are in cahoots, you know? But <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, dang, Andrew, way to just like hit the nail on the head and make me, you know, reconsider everything that I've just been thinking about yeah. and look at it from a different perspective. Well, cool, yeah. awesome. What has been your favorite uh, event or memory from, from youth group over the past few years? Um, my favorite event, was, which was new, it was a new event for us, um, worship night at the Crown Street Cafe. And I don't know if you can tell, but I love worshiping. And so um, that was really powerful. And it was like a bunch of different people from a bunch of different churches, like crowded and just like, we all shrugged into this tiny cafe and we were just like worshiping God and on, fi on fire for God. And, like it didn't matter if you were off tune at all or if you weren't singing and you just wanted to sit there and take it all in. Like nobody was judging. A lot of people had their eye closed, eyes closed and just were there for Jesus and for the worship that was being given to us. And I just like looked around every once in a while and I was like, wow, I can't believe it. Like this is just, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to lead someday. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what does your current relationship look like right now with God? Um, right now, I'm pretty strong. I mean, it's been stressful graduating from high school these past few weeks, so trying to get the daily devotional in has been a lot of work, um, but I'm doing it. And <laughs> um, I don't know. I've grown a lot over the past few months. I've realized that like going to college, like I'm finally going to be in a community where... I will have mature Christians alongside of me, not just like in church, but also in school and in mm -hmm. church. And so I'm really excited for that. Yeah. And it just makes me want to keep learning more and loving God. Nice. So how as a, as a congregation can we um, pray for you? I've been asking for this for like the past few weeks and it's not gonna stop, Andrew, but <laughs> just the next chapter of life and the decisions that I have to make and mm -hmm. yeah, just everything. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Round of applause for Allison. Thank you. Thank you. So, Ruthie, last but not least, tell us about yourself. Hi, my name is Ruth Benson. Um, I've grown up in the Hillcrest Church, so if you haven't seen me on Sundays, I go to the youth program every week. <laughs> so that's how I'm here. Um, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. How, so how kind of um, growing up there, did you kind of meet God or kind of have a, a moment where you were like, oh yeah, I think God's real. <laughs> <laughs> um, my parents have always been very good about introducing us to what God looks like and who he is as a person. And they made that a very integral part of my childhood. Um, we lived only a few blocks away from our church so I went to preschool there, and then uh, we did VBS. So I've always like known about God and believed that he was real. And I thought that that was all that there was um, for a really long time, even though like I was in the Bible and I was excited about it. But I thought of it more as a game than like an actual way of life. Um, <laughs> And then uh, when I was about 12, I went to summer camp. And I don't know why, but 
just the way that the preacher put together like what the gospel is and what it really means and how it's applicable to our lives finally clicked and I'm like oh I can have a faith and a relationship with God so awesome awesome from that moment how did um yeah how did your relationship with God change or how did kind of your your life change um from that point on I guess I'd say I instead of like talking to God like in a laundry list sort of way Mm -hmm. I realized that he wanted to talk to me because it was me. Mm. And he wanted to hear about the people I loved because he loved them too. Um, So when I was praying to him, it wasn't that without me asking, he wouldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. It was me talking to him about my worries because he wanted to do something for me too. Awesome. I know that you have a love for worship as well and, and, and writing. Um, you're a wonderful writer. I've done a ton of awesome spoken word, um, which has been a, a blessing. Um, and so how did kind of that influence you of writing songs or worship kind of with your faith? Um, I guess I'm dyslexic, so words have always been quite interesting to me, I guess, They don't come to me in a traditional way. Um, The concept and the meaning normally comes before the word itself. So putting words to the meaning instead of meaning to my words has always been something that's very important. So in communicating with God, um, it was very important for me to get my words down or out of me in composing like songs when I was little, even if they didn't rhyme and didn't make sense. Um, but just that way of learning to turn, like, my sorrows into joy for the Lord has been, like, really integral to, like, my relationship with Awesome, me. awesome, yeah. So how did uh, the youth program here or even Sunday school and stuff at Hillcrest kind of influence your faith? Um, well, they've, they've been, like, sort of, like, the momentum behind me growing in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, Seeing all of these kids as I've grown up um, who really loved the Lord, which is why I really loved whenever I could hang out at this church. Um, Because I saw the kids from my school and how they weren't ashamed and they were the exact same people Mm -hmm. in school as they were here. Um, And so when I was, like, in eighth grade, I think, um, Tom started doing impact at our school, and that was an amazing time, and I had only been doing, like, the 30-hour famines and extra activities here, but, like, from that point, I started feeling more a part of this community, and I became really close with some amazing Christian friends, um, and Tom asked me to go on a mission trip with um, this youth group and park, and I learned for the first time what evangelism actually meant. Hmm. So Nice. How did that kind of um, go into NISM uh, and, and having the opportunity to do more evangelism? How did that kind of grow um, your faith? Yeah. Um, NISM was kind of like a whirlwind, like a whirlwind. <laughs> it was insane. Um, just that many people together, like really just 
searching for like what God wanted them to do in the moment in any small way was incredible and I'd never seen that before. Um, I learned what evangelism meant and how it was about how when you have God in your heart and you're fully focused on him, he just sort of spills out, like on accident, he becomes a part of every conversation. And so mm. in loving on others, he'll just sort of be beside you and in front of you on your way. And I shared my testimony for the first time with a, st like with a stranger and mm. that was incredible. Like I didn't plan it, it just sort of happened. And God was there with me the whole time. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. So how did going on that trip um, kind of affect your friendships or relationships with people when you got home? Um, I became a lot more intentional about, like, I'm a very, I have a very anxious and perfectionistic personality, if you don't know me. Um, <laughs> And God and I have been working on that through the past few years. <laughs> but when I came home, instead of being worried about people hurting me, I started becoming worried about hurting people because I wanted to be active and present to love them whenever I could. And so that sort of became um, the purpose in forming relationships. Awesome, awesome. So what's been your favorite aspect of youth group the past few years? Um, I really love Wednesday nights and just coming and worshiping together after like seeing each other at school and just whatever that day created, um, <laughs> but still having fun. Um, I really loved like 30 hour famine. It's an incredible time um, being completely in pain, but so happy about it. <laughs> like <laughs> that never happens, but. 30-hour famine. Yeah, from hunger, right? Not from dodgeball? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Most of the time. Yeah. So that's kind of been your, uh, your favorite event as well. Um, so what is, your, what is your current relationship with God look like right now? Yeah, um, me and God are going through like a growing phase. Like he's really mm -hmm. pushing me to do a lot of things that I don't normally. And mm -hmm. that's been tough but also beautiful um i'm meeting a lot of new people like at my college i'm going to cedarville next year um and i'm excited but also terrified mm -hmm. so we've been talking a lot about that and <laughs> like leaving nice. the people i love here but it's yeah. not goodbye yeah absolutely absolutely so how yeah. can we as a congregation be praying for you um, if you guys would just be praying about this next step and um, just that I'd stay focused on making relationships along with my schoolwork, um, that would be great. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You guys can take a seat. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so this year at, at Youth Group, like I said a, a few times now, um, it's been awesome. It's been awesome to see different students grow. It's been awesome to see um, some new students come to Christ. We have a lot of different students coming that um, their families don't go to church and that they're bringing the gospel into their families and they're bringing the gospel into their schools and into their friends' groups. 
And so it's been so amazing, and we have a ton of amazing memories, and I think we have a video we're going to play, uh, just a little goofy video that we like to put together, kind of showcasing some of those memories. That's busting, no cap. That circle's busting. Straight busting, no cap. <laughs> So we're doing a game? No. Oh, I thought we were doing a game. No, we're not doing a game. What, what, did you say we're doing a game? No, no game. Oh, okay. I won't ask again. Oh, <laughs> uh, so we're playing a game like right now. How many animals did Noah bring on the boat? Ruthie. Jesus. Okay, no. And that's why you need the love of Jesus in your life to be able to... Alright, can you guys get some chairs for me?
Oh shoot, youth group? Actually, uh, my I know, I know this is kind of stinks, but I my goldfish he actually needs uh, water. You know, he's a little bit thirsty every now and again. Yeah, maybe next week. Next yeah, week. No, actually, uh, this week wouldn't work. I got basketball uh, right now and for the next few weeks. So, not, no, I probably couldn't today. I can't tell you right now. I'm in an indisclosed uh, area, and uh, if I tell you, you'll be in grave danger. Hey, what do you. Get on my fork! We playing a game? This, uh, this amazing, here we are, this amazing a group of people come every single Wednesday night to pour their time and their love into all of our students. And like I said, we could not do it without them. They, uh, they are so amazing at what they do and so um, 
thankfully consistent in loving your kids here at BPMC. So thank you very much. Uh, this year, our, um, our, our theme has been Spirit Lead Me. And clearly with at least these three girls, the Spirit has been working and working in their life and they're coming away with these amazing testimonies. And we've been basing it off of Matthew uh, chapter 14, verses 22 through 32, which is one of my favorite stories in the Bible, and that is Peter walking on water. It's one of my favorite stories because of the courage that you see in Peter. No matter, even, even if there was a storm, the waves were big, the winds were blowing, and he was afraid, but he took that step of faith out, in the boat, or out of the boat when Jesus called him. And he kept his eyes on God until he was scared. And then you see the love of Jesus and the forgiveness of Jesus. It says immediately in the text, immediately Jesus pulled him out of the water. And one thing that's kind of hit me in the past few weeks, especially as we've been going through um, just kind of the testimonies of these seniors, is was the amazing story that Paul and those disciples walked away with. The first thing that God did was obviously the miracle of him walking on water. And the second thing was a story that has influenced people for thousands of years. They took a step of faith. These students have taken a step of faith of, of putting their time in, walking, spending hours and hours walking, as Holly said, and praying with Jesus. With Ruthie, with Ruthie taking that step of faith to go on Nysim and, and to, to share her story and her life and make an impact on someone's life. The story that Peter walked away with because he said yes to Jesus. So for you guys in here today, what is your story? As these 18-year-old students have an amazing story to impact others, have the courage to come up here on stage and to talk to everyone and tell their story and use it as a tool to progress the kingdom of God, to be for God. And every single one of you have a story. Maybe it's not big. Maybe it's just a little thing that's happened, a way that God has showed up. But you never know when you need to tell that story, you need to encourage someone else that's maybe struggling with the same thing. What is your story? And if you can't think of one, start taking some steps out of the boat and see what God's going to do in your life. Be prepared to be a tool for the gospel. And so I'm going to invite Sam up. Um, for our, our time of offering. And so this morning, I'm going to have Sam um, play some music as we reflect on our tithes and offerings. Um, if this is your first time, there's zero pressure to give today. Um, but a tithing is, is a form of worship. So we're going to reflect on what God has given us and what we are able to give back to God. So let me pray, uh, pray over our, our tithes, and then Sam's going to do his thing. Lord, thank you once again for this awesome morning. Thank you, Lord, for all the blessings that we have given to you, or that you have given to us, Jesus, as you have surely blessed us, Lord. And God, I pray that we can give back those blessings to you. If it's our money, if it's our time, if it's our love, Jesus, I pray that you would help us in that. Take a step out of the boat, Lord. In your name, amen.
As you go today, remember, you have an amazing story. God has showed up in amazing ways in your life. And pray that you have an opportunity to share that with someone. Thank you, guys.